0: Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi, this is Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I chat with Australian pro-blader Scott Crawford about airs to fakie. How much does all the fire stuff affect your role and your colleagues and all that kind of stuff? Uh,
1: um, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, not, not as much us as the RFS, the bushfire guys. Mm. Um, not, not, yeah, it's not as much us as what it is the bushfire is. But, um, yeah, it still has a pretty big effect. I mean, most of the fires now around Sydney aren't here anymore, but they're still doing task force. But I'm on up on holidays, on
0: annuals. (sighs) Thank God for that.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: I reckon there's like people, um, you know, the small listenership, there'd be plenty in other parts of the world who are looking on from afar. So how have you tried to describe what this is all like, especially for someone who's just totally out of the country? How do you try and put it into words?
1: Oh, the fires? Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's it's a yeah uh, yeah oh mate, you, know, you can't put it into words really, and everyone's got their own different story too, you know. Yeah, the fires came really close to my parents' house, no deal, and Anthony was worried for a while um, about his mum's place, um, and everyone's story is just so different. Um, yeah, it's it's unlike just not the resources to deal with something of this magnitude. So. Yeah. I don't think anywhere in the world would have the resources to deal with something of this magnitude. So. Incredible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: And it's a weird mix, isn't it, in the sense that on one level, because it's your home, there's that invasive, you know, like, like with being brought, burgled, you, you kind of go, oh, man, this is like, this is my safe space, and now it's under
1: threat. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all, we all collect so much Crap! I've got so much, so much stuff that I think is important to me, but it's just not. Uh, it's just, just stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, family and pets and that and wildlife—they're the, they're the sad things. Yeah. The other things are just stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great—I um, don't know if you know of the
0: old um, comedian Lenny Bruce. Have you ever heard of him? Mm. But he's got a great bit, like he's kind of like a, one of those kind of comedians who also um, talks pretty serious at various points. And um, yeah. and he's, he's talking about what it's like, what it was like for him, I think, during World War Two, and and seeing like, you know, dead comrades in the water and and going, you know, here are all these people who, you know, before they went off, you know, were, talking, were always worried about all this stuff. You know all my stuff. You look after my stuff. I'm going to put my stuff in this attic, and you leave my stuff alone. That's my stuff. But in an, yeah. in the blink of an eye, he says stuff just turns to crap, and then suddenly people are going, "Who left all this crap in here? Let's get rid of yeah. all this crap."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit true. I mean, poor Tommy lost all of his stuff, and he had a lot of yeah. lot of um, well, very very expensive tools and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, which is his livelihood but um but he's obviously got a lot of, lot of uh, memorabilia memorability too so yeah 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 so it's um
0: yeah in the big scheme of things obviously as you say that's it's lives and, and environment that's far more important but that's not to downplay yeah like like Tom Fry's loss that's that's sad
1: yeah, yeah i mean it was uh it really was horrible going up there but he's Tom's a pretty um pretty positive person i'd say so he's You know, took it all in his stride. There's nothing
0: else you can do, I suppose. It does make you more resilient, though, having some degree of humour and optimism, I
1: think. Yeah, yeah, he took it incredibly, actually, better than I did. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. 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 So, um, So what are we talking about today, mate? What's going on?
0: First, I just want to run by a little thing to see whether you agree with this as a take on um, on uh, airing super quickly. But then we want to talk about fakie. So air to fakie particularly okay. and maybe any other things about riding fakie um, ramps as well. I'll just a little briefing mm. on that. So firstly, a little thing. I don't know if you ever knew a guy, a UK um, vert skater called Rich Parker. Yeah. Ah, so his brother Rob made a comment when I was kind of lamenting my like, frustrated slow progress with learning how to air and his, his take on it. Um, was he was saying, um, his first question was, which way do you turn and which foot do you lead with? Um, And and he said that uh, many of the best skaters, if they turn to the left, they'll actually lead with their left foot. That's right, yeah. So that's, yeah, so I didn't even know that was a thing. And I I turn to the right, but I'm leading with my left. And he was saying that that to actually focus on getting my right foot more not dragging behind will actually help in terms of that technique of riding up and turning in the air rather than kinda turning before I've
1: left the um, left the wall, was his comment. I don't really know how true that is It might do. I I haven't, I haven't tried with that. But I know I didn't do a lot of switch airs, but a lot of people did do switch airs. And then when you do that, you know, so if you if you do turn to the left and your left foot is forward, um, which is like me, when I turn to the right, my left foot's still forward. Hmm. And I still air that way. And I can still air switch that way. Yep. Um, I'm not great at it, so that may have something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it definitely makes a massive difference with going backwards, which is something after 30 years. This is a bit scary. After this is my 30th year of eh? olding, I've only just now started trying to ride with my. I I go when I go fakie. I go left foot back and look over my left shoulder, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to go right foot back, look over my right shoulder, um, for just so I can have options. So you're trying to have both. It's not that
0: there's a problem with both. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Trying to have both. So I had a guy down here telling me that, um, yeah, related to that, he was going, he he noticed that, so I sole with my right foot sole, but then right would go to ride fakie out of that. Which way around now? So you go with your right foot back and that makes it harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, yeah. he was saying, yeah, you got, you sh- if you can, practice, practice right and fake it the other way, which will make not only getting out but then give you more options coming back up the other side.
1: Yeah, that's right. So if you can go, look, both ways coming up, you just get more options. That's exactly it. You get more options. But it's very, very hard. Oh, feel it so. feels
0: weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And The little adjustments you make coming up backwards as well. Yeah. <laughs> getting your balance yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So let's talk yeah, about fakie. It's very hard. So you're, um, it's, I mean, it's fair to say air to fakie is one of your signature tricks. Uh, I'd oh, say so, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. done enough of them in my day, <laughs> and been photographed and,
1: and filmed doing a lot of them in your day as well, right? Yeah, it's um, it's a very spectacular looking trick, and it's also very easy to photograph. So because uh, you're facing the camera, faces facing the camera, you can see everything. So, therefore, when you do them and people take photos of them, they, the photos generally turn out really well. So, therefore, it's a bit like it got published a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, did, I did do them a lot, thank you, get me wrong. I did do them a lot, but it also just is very easy to make uh, a great photo out of it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I got published a lot. So it's it's uh, yeah, it's a bit of a. I mean, people love seeing it, and I don't know, like.
0: And I think I remember one, <laughs> one of that. I'm <laughs> the truth, but,
1: uh, but
0: that's what it, that's yeah. yeah. I think I remember you saying at one point being conscious of that. Occasionally, you you pull those out because of that very reason. You knew they 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 shot well, and so you know just just being smart in what you did when that was something you had in your bag of tricks to pull out.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, it's a, for me, it's a very, very simple trick. And for anyone, uh, for anyone, if you give yourself, you know, 20 minutes of trying it, you'll be able to, to do some kind, you know, it might not be six foot in the air, but you'll be able to do it to some, some shape or form as long as you can ride backwards. So the first step is you've got to be very, very comfortable um, riding backwards. So doing grinds, coming in backwards, um. Yeah. You, know, you stall. You know. Do a one eighty stall and then one eighty in backwards. Like, just you just have to be comfortable riding fakie first. That's that's step number one. Yeah.
0: What's the um? What's the advice? I, I don't know whether it's psychological. Whether there's something different you need to do coming into a vert wall, riding backwards. I I. I, feel, I mean, like everything feels scarier when you're first getting used to it on the vert thing. But um, uh, are there any extra things you need to be mindful of in a in a fakie entry coming to a vert
1: ramp? No, well, coming in focusing on anything is easier mm-hmm. uh, because of the way, like just, just the way your body is set up. You, you generally bend from your hips forward, so you can lift your legs up to the vert wall, whereas if you're coming in forwards, I don't know if this is making sense or not, no, if you're coming in forwards into a ramp, your hips don't really bend backwards. You can't, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't, you don't crunch like, you know, you can do a crunch, you don't really do that backwards. So yeah. if you're coming in forwards and your head's not, uh, uh, I don't want to say down, but parallel with your feet, you're going to loop out and land on your bum. Whereas if you're coming in fakie, if you're landing backwards and you're slightly slightly off, you can tuck your legs up a little bit more. You know what I mean? And you've yeah. got more more room for error, more, more margin for error landing fakie, which is why all the big spins are landed fakie and always have been. Like a forward 900 is almost impossible um, unless you're, you know, a, a super freak. Um, whereas a fakie 900, heaps of people can do it. Yep. You know, it's, it's quite very different, very, very different trick. Yeah, and it's the same, the same with the big
0: gaps as well. A lot of the big gaps, even if people pop out fairly quickly after the fakie land, pop out to forward fairly soon after landing, they're still offered it's a 180 gap, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right, for that same reason. Yep. Yep, For that same reason. Part of it as well is how you can distribute your weight, isn't it, across the two legs, that, that coming in forward, it's a bit harder, for that same hip bendy reason, it's hard to kind of spread your legs in a kind of forward splits kind of stance going forward
1: whereas that's a bit easy to do riding fakie as well. Yeah. Isn't it? You can bend it's more forward. About your head, head placement, yeah. like your head, hips, and feet, where they are all in the line. Yeah. Uh, when, you, when you're when you going in forwards, they have to be in a nice sort of, you know, at perpendicular to the ramp at any point. Yep. When you're coming in fakie, if you're slightly off, you can kind of move the fold at your hips to adjust that to a yeah. point, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you've got a little bit more room, error, uh,
0: room for error, basically. Yep. So, so, yeah. so, they're really comfortable riding backwards. Um, coming up, however, coming up the ramp, fakie is a challenge. Uh, you know, as we were chatting about before, kind of getting used to having your goofy foot back going up backwards feels weird. Um, and, oh, and it's also you hard backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you're coming out of a, a, an air to fakie or a stall to fakie, yeah, you go yeah. down backwards, and then you go along the flight, then you go up. That up bit um, is a bit trickier, and it's it's harder to generate speed.
1: In some ways, depends on the person, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, or it's I different, it's it's a different maybe skill, a little bit, yeah, yeah. It's just a different skill, yeah. Um, like, I would like it's I,
0: really if you go back down, but uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I still practice to this day because it's not something you do a lot, um, faky carving round bowls. Mm. Um, and I, I can't look, like I said, I'm no good at looking over my right shoulder, but I can look over my left shoulder, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, going up and carving a ball corner one way and then carving a ball corner the other way but faky, you know, yeah. like yeah, like both ways faky and it's a, it's a really good skill to have and it'll just get you used to it, just pumping yeah. around, even if it's on a mini ramp or a Something like that, like you go up and fakie one way, carve, and then fakie carve the other way, fakie carve the other way. So you're always riding backwards, like you would, yeah. Like you practice going forwards, like a switch carve one way and a, a natural carve, and a switch carve, natural yeah, carve, yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But it's just another thing to practice, yeah, to get to get comfortable at. So, yeah, I mean, fakie is a very, very different on a vert ramp to a mini ramp. Yep, um, it's two completely different things. To a
0: point, yeah. yeah. So the immediate experience, like with any <clears throat> anything, jumping in the air, if you're getting it wrong, you start uh, wobbling in the air and kind of winding down the windows with your arms and feeling like you've kind of lost balance once you're airborne, um, is, is the thing. So uh, what are the what are some of the the things then you'd you'd say in terms of approach, launch, in the air, return? Any any particular things in all of that that you reckon? Uh,
1: yeah, so when you, when you get I'll well, say on a mini ramp Because a mini yeah. ramp where you'll probably be learning it. Not many people ride big ramps um, As you go As you're going up to the coping Obviously if you want to do a big one You need speed So speed's your friend Come or something fast But to learn them you don't To learn them you literally go up All the way up until your wheels just about clip the coping And you do the tiniest little pop So your body If you drew a line from the top of the coping Straight vertical. The vertical line, your head has to be on that vertical line the whole way up and the whole way down, and then you're not going to go in or out, if you know what I mean. Yep. So when you come up, you jump, and imagine your head is on a vertical, your head and your hips or whatever you, whatever you can picture, go straight up in a vertical line, so therefore they will come straight back down because the worst thing on a air to fakie is landing on the deck, yep. like clipping your heels. That is the absolute worst. So if that's happening – you just need to put knee pads on, do little tiny jumps to start with, and then just, just do every one. Just go slightly higher, slightly higher like anything. And um, you get the hang of it. It's a, it's a jump on a I mini mean, you ramp. You pump as fast as you can and you jump. Yeah. Um, so you go on that vertical line straight up and then straight back down again. Whereas on a vert ramp, you'll go as fast as you possibly can, pump as hard as you possibly can, and then you absolutely and utterly relax. If you jump, you'll land on the flat bottom. So you go pump as hard as you can, all hard as you can, hard as you can, until you hit the vert, and then you relax, and it'll just send you straight up in the air, and straight back down again. Yep. So yeah, it's it's a super fun trick. Uh, it looks great if you get it um if you get it right, and you can do any grab you ever wanted to do in them. That's it's limitless. And um, if you get them high, they look really good. So.
0: It, um, the nice thing from watching the videos of nice airs to fakie like yours, my friend, are, um, mm-hmm. uh, because you're not having to then also turn it all, the, the tweaking of something, uh, you can enjoy the tweak. It looks a lot smoother for that reason. You know, you're not kind of tweaking and turning and then readjusting your body as you turn. You know, it's it's there's not as much going on, I reckon, in an air to
1: fakie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you that's tweak right. and, and that's the, that, I think... Thing the trick to doing any kind of air is to make it look like there's not much going on and yeah. spin and everything. You know, like the guys who look really good when they're doing everything, it all looks very, very easy and very natural. And you think, oh, oh I could do that <laughs> until you actually try it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I do know, you know what you 360 mean. 360 <laughs> top. <laughs> How hard is that hurricane topsail? Like that looks so easy when, you know, whoever, some guy does it. And then you, you actually go up and have a think about it and you go, hang on a second. Like, yeah so it's it's like anything it's it can look really good and smooth once you get it right and if you don't you know it's it's a train wreck so but it's just all little little steps little steps like start by literally going up and getting 10 centimeters off the rim and just work your way up from there yep I want to see you do it, Mikey. Well, yeah, well, I'm asking partly because I know it's your thing and it's partly because it's (laughs)
0: something I'd like to get. I think for me the thing that makes me feel nervous because I feel really comfortable fakey, a fakey, grinder fakey, all that stuff on mini stuff. But Mm -hmm. once I get, um, you know, the kind of of not quite vert big mini at um, that Canberra Park, um, you know, how there's the – the, oh, sort Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah, skated know there with Ian. Yeah. Some photos
0: of you skating with Ian yeah. there recently. Yeah, yeah. That. So I, I stalled to fakie on that, and it was just a little bit higher and a little bit steeper than I was used to, and and so I came back in the way I would never on a mini, and so I fell backwards and whacked my elbow really bad. Got like a, yeah, I yeah. think some kind of splinter. You know, got like the real full swellbow thing, you know, the testicle on my elbow. Oh, kind of. yeah. <laughs> um and, and so that, that of course. That got that kind of you know spooked me a bit, but I think the reason I did that clumsily was it all feels to me going in backwards on the vert a little bit like contemplating dropping in faky off a vert ramp. You know how scary that contemplating that is if you're just standing on the platform and have yeah, never done it yeah, before and go, you go, how do I get from standing up here to then getting into this this vertical thing? So I think that's that's what's spooking me. So I think I just got to. I assume all I just need to do is just be pumping in.
1: And, um, and, and, yeah, so you don't want to go up when you're doing air fakies, you don't want when you're learning them, you don't want to go up and stall because if you're going up and stalling, it means you're rocking forward over the coat, yeah. and therefore you're going into the wrong position. That's not the position you want to go in, yeah. So, yeah, don't, I would say that's that's probably a really good point. Don't go up and stall first, maybe start by, um. Start by pumping the bottom maybe. Work yeah. up from the bottom. Work up from the bottom and before you even get to anywhere near the coping, you know, just do a little tiny like I'm talking a ten centimetre pop. Yeah, yeah. And land backwards. And then do it again. And and do it again and do it again. Before because if you do go up and stall and you're used to that motion, um, that's what your brain will be telling you to do, go over the deck. Um, yeah. but yeah. if you just Stay in the ramp just just to start with. I mean, once you have got it, obviously you'll just it'll be part of your repertoire. But just to start.
0: So, with, so which would be better in terms problem. of the first thing? I know the answer is probably it just depends on the person. But would you say it would be better if that if this is the barrier, the psych barrier? Would it be better to learn stalls to fakie on a vert ramp or learn airs to fakie if you had to choose one first?
1: Oh, you should be doing frontside stall. Frontside stall to fakie. Stalls do stalls first yeah it's not really i would learn it i would learn it on a mini ramp and then adjust it to a vert ramp personally yep. mm-hmm. unless you're very very comfortable at riding vert. yeah um it's a very very easy trick to do on vert yep. um it's just uh scary to do a full pump into yeah um it's that's that's still more of a fear thing than anything else yeah, and I, I reckon that's thing. probably where I'm at. I reckon I'm kind of feet above the coping <laughs> and, yeah. and, and heart kind of up in my throat. God, crap. <laughs> that you ride that bowl a lot. So you could yeah. jump into that bowl yeah. from the shallow into yeah. the deep. Don't even go to the coping, but yep. just get, you know, get yeah, lofty it. and light and come back down again backwards. Yep. That, and, you know, because you're also comfortable at riding that, that bigger bowl. That could be a good place for you to start, but. For most people, I would say me. just started on a mini ramp. Yeah, and, and there's most things in the vert ramp
0: as well. You just work your way up, right? Work your way up the transition, then up the wall, and then up above the coping, almost, almost anything. You can yeah. do some variation of that, can't you, getting higher and higher?
1: That's right, but the, the problem is with doing it low on a vert ramp, you like doing it on the ramp, so you jump. Yeah. Whereas if you get to the top and you jump, then you go, okay, I'm going to do it on the vert. You get to the top of the vert, you jump, you end know, up on the flat bottom on your back. Yeah. If you know what I mean? So it's quite a sort of just two different. Yeah. Two different skills. So if you're going to be doing learning it low, we'll do it on a mini ramp. If you're going to be going in and trying to do it above coping on a vert ramp, well, then that's where you have to learn it.
0: And that, that comes back to your advice about the, the relax. Relax and ride it up.
1: Yeah. All the way to the top, yep. just as your wheels, just before your wheels hit the coping, jump. So your head goes, like I said, if you had to imagine a line from where your head is at that position at the top of the ramp goes straight up and then come straight back down again.
0: And presumably yeah. that will then help also with good 180 air technique too in terms of riding up the wall yeah?
1: Yeah well if, if you can do that what it does is open up a whole a whole bunch of landing backwards tricks so you know your 540s, your 900s all that kind of stuff forward 720s, forward 360s because yep. you're so used to coming down backwards so yep. it's, it's a real key learning point for Forward 360s, forward 720s, uh, fakie 5s and fakie 9s. And then, you know, anything where you're leaning backwards like that, this is the first skill you should learn so you can actually roll out of it cleanly with speed. Because a lot of people can do a fakie five forty. Very few people can do a fakie five forty and land with speed into the next wall to go into their next trick, whatever it wants to be. So, it was like that so. video. Cesar put up about his
0: first whatever twelve sixty. You know, it follows it up on the very next wall, doesn't he? By like a ten or a nine or, or something like this. It's,
1: oh, he's he's ten eighty. It's ten <laughs> yeah, eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then follows it up with yeah. a nine
0: on the very next wall.
1: Yeah,
0: faking nine. Yeah. yeah, it's phenomenal. Amazing. It's phenomenal. Yeah, well so yes so so forward three sixty is, is on the list for this year for me as well. So I've got that on small things, but I'd like to get that Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to get up that up higher as well. So yep, yeah, that's good. So it's all getting yeah, as well as grinds to fake it, all that stuff. So that's good. So thank you very much, Scott.
1: Very helpful. No worries. No worries. You need a hand with anything else, mate, ask someone who knows. No, any time, mate. It's anytime. It's um that's good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, uh, it's okay if you haven't
0: even got to contemplating it yet, but is there anything yet to share about um, plans towards another bowl Manly Bowl event?
1: Um, uh, there's possibly two things coming up, but... Um, Not yet. Yeah, the Manly Bowl event will be one thing, but it won't be... It's all all up in the air at the moment But um, I I know John's super busy So John won't be coming out So if we do it It'll definitely be a bit more low-key Kind of thing But hopefully in November We might have something else So that's what we're we're aiming for At the moment For November Cool um, For for something a bit different So But yeah The Manly Bowl thing Will be hopefully uh, At the end of summer Start of Yeah Maybe March-ish um, but it will be be uh, Smaller possibly Who knows Who knows If everyone wants to join in And make it a really big thing It'll be unreal um, But At the moment It's uh, November Hopefully It's going to be the big oh, Just after the Blading Cup So Cool After that So Cool Thanks Mike Nice to oh, yeah, chat again thanks. See you later
0: Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We're also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.